haven't seen The Princess Bride. No. How have you lived and not seen The Princess Bride? <laughs> it's I, just like a classic. It's one of those, like, I know everybody says, like, oh, you got to see The Princess Bride. Sure. And I'm like, it sounds dumb. I don't. Oh, man. I, I have no idea what it, it's about other than it sounds dumb. Andre the Giant's in it. Name. Andre the Giant is in this movie, and he was so proud to be in this movie that there are stories about people coming over to Andre the Giant's house and him just being like, I'm in this movie. You need to sit down and watch the movie with yeah. me. And, and people were like, uh, okay. And he evidently made people watch it like repeatedly. Yeah. Cause, it, cause no one's going to stop Andre the giant from doing anything. No. If he says, <laughs> if he, he can pick you up and cradle you like a baby yeah. as a grown person. Yeah. Like you're, you're like, okay, I guess it's what it being with him is like being a toddler probably. Yeah. Because he, because he would just be like, you should do this. And you're like, well, I can't really say no because yeah. he can overpower me. Very easily. Yeah. <laughs> from what I've heard, that actually kind of sounds wrong. But from what I've heard, he was a very gentle, kind person. Yeah, I've heard the same thing, except when people pick on him. Because people would pick on him all the time out in public. <laughs> like, why? Why would... There was, there was a story, again, where these people were picking at him at a bar. It was like three just idiot chads mm-hmm. who just like i don't know were, were messing with him at a bar and he told him to leave him alone and they just wouldn't so he chased them out of the bar they got in their car tried to drive away and he flipped the car <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like why would you mess with him that's yeah, just... that's your comeuppance yeah no i've heard uh i was listening to an interview with rick flair a couple months ago and he was kind of talking about the old days of drinking and partying and he was like we would go to you know a lot of small towns and stuff and because the whole thing was people would always be like oh wrestling's fake so he's like we would go out to a bar and it's like five or six of us and these guys are jacked they're legitimate athletes right sure but people would be like oh you're wrestlers it's fake and so they would try to like pick fights with them <laughs> and they would like just kick dudes asses like <laughs> they would get into bar fights like every night because sure. people are like people think it's all a gimmick and they're like oh they're not really tough and then, <laughs> and then they would just get the shit kicked out of them because yeah. they were messing with rick flair <laughs> <laughs> he was you know he was beating the crap out of him and just going Woo! oh yeah Woo! yeah like, he is that guy I think, that that's real. them yeah, they they probably hear that in their sleep at night. Are we recording? We are. Oh, ho, 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 folks, and welcome to a uh, <laughs> another Christmas-themed episode of Get Wrecked, uh, the only podcast anywhere in the world where two buds take turns recommending and reviewing some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. I'm, of course, your host and resident silly boy Thor, joined today, as always, by my friend and co-host, Chiggity Chig, Hiyah Hiyah. He's not Dominic the donkey. It's Micah, the person. It's me. Yeah, that's uh, that's my wife's least favorite Christmas song. It's the best Christmas song. It's so fun. I didn't know that it existed until I started dating Ashley. <laughs> and we had a conversation. I just remember thinking or asking her, what's your least favorite song? I thought I'd be, you know, I thought it was a clever question to kind of get to know Ashley a little bit. And she goes, yeah. Dominic the donkey. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is Dominic the Donkey? That does sound like some made up shit too. Yeah. Dude, I love that song. That song's so stupid. I think we talked about this last year too. I don't care. I'll talk about Dominic the Donkey all day. Uh, but I love <laughs> the whole premise of the song 
is that Santa uh, goes to Italy and uh, he has Dominic the donkey uh, help pull his sleigh because his reindeer can't climb the hills of Italy. He's like, because I don't, I forget the rhyme, but the, the like second half of the rhyme, because Santa's reindeers cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, chickadee chick, right? Yeah. But Santa's reindeer fly. <laughs> it's such a, it's like, and I'm not Italian. I don't necessarily like relate to that. Sure. I mean, <laughs> there, like that there, culture. It, it, there are a lot of hills in Italy for sure. It's but. such just like a greaseball Italian <laughs> <laughs> stupid guinea song. Like, <laughs> hey, Santa needs this fucking donkey because uh, the hills of Italy they're too steep. Santa can't handle it. Yes. And it's like his reindeer fly. <laughs> It's the dumbest concept for a song, which adds to why I love it. I think it's it's a ridiculous it's song. It is a ridiculous song. Yeah. Oh, so we we don't really have a recommendation today. We're just kind of chilling and bringing in the new year, the holiday season, to a close. But yeah, I, as of the recording of this, Christmas is like two days away. But yeah, when you guys hear it, it'll be. The day after. The day after, yeah. So hopefully your Christmas was great and you got everything that you wanted. You got to be with the people that you wanted to be with. And, you know, even if you're celebrating something else like Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Festivus, whatever it is, we hope that it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, uh, we're just going to kind of chill. We're just going to chat a little bit. We're going to recap the year. Yeah. And then just, I mean, we have no... We're just going to talk. We're just going to hang out today. We're winging it. We're winging it more than usual, folks. Yeah. Which I, I do have a recommendation, though. Like, not not that it would not something that's going to be on the show, but my what I've been working on lately, the okay. last couple of days, it's a HBO miniseries from like early 2000s. Okay. John Adams. Oh, that's with um, Paul that, Giamatti. Yeah, with Paul. I love playing, Paul Giamatti. Playing John Adams. Yeah, dude, yeah. I love Paul Giamatti, and you know I get a boner for the Founding Fathers. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm I've, really gay for the Founding Fathers. Well, I've like, heard that that is a very good series. I've heard that G- Paul Giamatti was amazing in it. You, yeah, no, it's so good. Like, because there's so much. They're not perfect people, and I know, like in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of people saying like hey maybe we should like reevaluate history and how we look at it no but like those guys are they were incredible and they are fascinating to yeah. me and so i love seeing them come to life on the screen sure and paul giamatti is incredible and john adams is one of those he's kind of like sandwiched between washington and jefferson yeah which are like the two biggest figures aside from like benjamin franklin in the founding of our country but like adams was so important and so it's just such a cool story but i have there is so i was watching last night and it gets to this part so essentially uh adams was in europe for most of the war okay um because he was essentially trying to build ties with france and with the dutch and uh, essentially trying to secure money and uh naval support in europe so he was gone for like 10 years on the other side of the world. And his he hasn't seen his wife in so many years. And so she comes to France. 
they haven't seen each other in a long time. And I think I could have done without a sex scene of John Adams. Like with, with Paul Giamatti <laughs> specifically. And like, yeah. and I have to give them like the way they did it is kind of hilarious. Cause you got to think she traveled like 3000 miles by boat for yeah. weeks. And then she was in a carriage for another couple of weeks, probably getting there. Sure. And like, can you imagine how bad that must smell? <laughs> and I mean, and like, and like, honestly, they visually even made it look like, sorry, that was my phone. Uh, I'm very unprofessional of me, <laughs> but they even kind of made it look like she looks tired and gross and like, <laughs> and it's so like, I don't love it. And he starts like pulling off her, her like many undergarments sure. and like, they just look gross and and like stink it looks ugly and stinky and and then he climbs on top of her it's been 10 years and it's for like 30 seconds yeah and then he just like collapses on her which is seems realistic like it all felt very realistic of like what that situation may have looked like Mm -hmm. but at the same time i was like I don't feel like I really needed that. Probably not. Probably not at all. <laughs> it was HBO in the early 2000s, so... Yeah, so add it because it's HBO. Yeah, but <laughs> that part I was like, you could have just implied. Yeah. I didn't need to see Paul Giamatti like heavily breathing over <laughs> Abigail Adams for 30 seconds. And then he finishes and like kind of collapses on her and she just pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I didn't need that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard it's a good series, though. I've heard it's very good. So it, it really is. I'll uh, have to. It, it's on my. It's on my list of many things to watch. Yeah, Adams is cool, man. Because like, if you look at the first three presidents, like, it's like mind, body, spirit. Like Washington was kind of body. You know what I mean? Because he was of all the founding fathers, Washington was kind of like a dum dum. You know, what I mean, he was. He was a he wasn't, he wasn't dumb. He wasn't uh, like sophisticated. No, none of them were. And but he was a soldier. Yeah, he was a working man too. He was a soldier and he was a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of like the body part of it. Jefferson is kind of like the spirit aspect, um, just in the way he thought and wrote, and kind of like he was such a big proponent of like states' rights and really like true. You, he was a like a liberty absolutist, really. Okay, and then. Adams has to be the mind, like mind, body, spirit. Adams is the mind. Cause that dude, he was the one who proposed the idea, like, and really steadfastly and stubbornly proposed the idea. The only solution can be independence. And like, was such a stubborn dick that, and nobody really liked him, but he was just, <laughs> he was just so like, he would, he was just so ravenous in his belief Yeah, that like, he essentially got a room full of wealthy men who were in power uh positions of power in their colonies to essentially sign their own death warrants. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing that's lost on people I think too is like it wasn't like everybody wasn't like oh yeah independence there was like a lot of debate. Sure. Because they were like essentially saying like if we do this, if we declare independence We've got the whole British army coming after you. The most the powerful yeah. empire the world had ever seen. Yeah. And they're like, we're we're just signing our own death warrants by yeah. doing this. We are just becoming enemies of the most powerful state. I was reading a book um, earlier this year, and it was talking about 
Washington and uh, Hamilton and one other person. And then also this guy named Gouverneur Morris, or I'm sorry, Gouverneur Morris. Have you heard of Gouverneur Morris? Have you heard of this guy? Yes. Yeah. Dude, I had no idea who he was, but it's kind of amazing what he did. He, because he funded the military because he's a wealthy merchant. He essentially funded our entire military against the British and also came up with the credit system that we use today mm-hmm. yeah. without, without calling it a credit system. Yeah, he worked a lot with Hamilton, right? Yeah. Yeah, he like because uh, Hamilton was still pretty young when when Morris was in his prime. Yeah. But just the fact that one dude, one guy was key, like so key in funding our military against the British Army was insane to me. And just the fact that he used credit to artificially create much more money than actually existed, which allowed the United States to be propelled into prominence. Because yeah. without the credit system, it would have taken us much, much, much longer to like, oh, yeah, no. come that of age That was like one of the biggest points of founding the country is they're like, like, this isn't a good idea. We don't like, like, it's such an insane idea. Like, we're going to start a new country. Mm-hmm. We're... The, it's like one of the very few times in the history of ever where they're like, we get to decide our government. Yeah. It's such an insane concept that of what they did. So, yeah, Adams, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty critically acclaimed show. Yeah, it is. Um, And it's one I think I don't I've never watched it. I think I may have started it or something. But, oh, man, my. My dad boner is so hard for this show, dude. There's this incredible scene where uh, Adams was the first person to talk to King George after, uh, after, after they the agreed. War? Yeah, okay. he he was the first uh, minister to the United Kingdom, dude. And it's this incredible scene where he's kind of like he's terrified, and he's meeting King George for the first time, and they almost like get along in this weird way and are kind of showing each other respect. It's yeah. Dude, I can't tell you enough about this show. It's really good. It's worth a watch. And it, it's a mini series. I think it's like eight episodes and they're like an hour, hour and a half long. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. All right. I'll have to put it on my list. I'll have to put it on my list. <sighs> well, I wanted to kind of recap some of the stuff about this year. I wanted to start with with this. I wanted to start with the Spotify rap. Okay. Did you know that Spotify Rap does this for podcasters as well? I did not know. Yeah. So our podcast had a Spotify Rap made about it, and it's got some inf- interesting information on here. Okay. Okay. So um, the top episode of the year. Do you have any idea what the top episode of the year would be? Um. As far uh, as yeah, our top episode downloaded on Spotify. On Spotify. Uh, you know, I don't have an idea. If I had to guess, I'm trying to think numbers wise. What's a good Tracy Chapman? Maybe. Uh, nope. It wasn't that. It was actually, it was actually, um, the Parapod. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Parapod was the top episode. It was streamed 208 percent more than the average episode. You know, I saw that because, like, I do. Like looking through the metrics, the Parapod is one of our like most heavily listened to episodes. It's the top now. It so pulled back behind the curtains. The Legend of Zelda was the top one 
for forever. And the Parapod's number the one Parapod now? The Parapod just surpassed it. Do you think, I? because I had a thought about this. Okay. Do you think people are searching for the actual Parapod and then they're landing on, on <laughs> us discussing another podcast? I mean, maybe, hopefully. Is that, was that the most meta way to boost numbers <laughs> of all time? <laughs> We're just a podcast talking about talking somebody about else's better podcast. <laughs> So, um, some other cool facts, 80%, I'm sorry, 87% of our listeners showed up this year. In, Very cool. In 2023. Yeah. Well, thank you, 87, 87% of you out there. Thank you very much. Yeah, for joining us. And to the other, um, what, 23%, 13%? Thir- 13%. Yeah, I can do math. Our teacher. <laughs> the other 13%, we're happy that you joined us even earlier. Um, so... 20% of those of that 87% was the Parapod. That wow. was their first one that they listened to. <laughs> I so, have a feeling it might have been the only one because they were like, wait, this isn't the Parapod. It's two guys <laughs> talking about the Parapod. <laughs> what if we just... Do, maybe that's how we just get a huge following. We just start reviewing other podcasts. Other pod, I mean, let's do it. You know what? Let's <laughs> we'll review just, the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> All right. And we'll just make the name of every episode the same name as the episode, as the episode. where we're reviewing. What a great idea. <laughs> oh, man. I definitely don't think we'd get sued for doing that. I don't think so. Nah. Um, we were streamed in 21 different countries. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, United States was our top country, which shouldn't be a surprise considering our location. Um Number two was United Kingdom. Number three was Australia. Number four was Germany. And number five was the Netherlands. Hello, Hello, Netherlands. Is that how they talk? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how they talk. (laughs) We don't have any Netherlands listeners now because they're like very offended by my my poor uh, impression of them. Yeah. So here's... They're stupid. You know what? Listen, Netherlands. What's up with the wood shoes? I mean, they're... You know what? Is, is, it, is that like a historical It's got to be. Yeah. Like the wooden clogs. It's got to be. Because they're, they're not comfy. I doubt they're warm. You're somebody, I don't know, you're somebody who likes uncomfortable shoes, though. I like the, what, what are you talking? I like the barefoot shoes. <laughs> yeah, which is basically a thin piece of paper between you and the road. Yeah, that's what my shoes are right now that I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. So I think you would love wood clogs. <laughs> that's the exact opposite, though. It's like... It's just like walking on a hardwood floor without shoes all day. I guess, yeah. But I, I enjoy the the barefoot type of shoes because I can feel the texture of the ground beneath my feet. Can you imagine your calves if you were walking around in wooden clogs all day? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that I would enjoy wooden clogs, though. I don't think that that'd be for me. They'd sound like, you'd sound like a horse walking around. All the time, yeah. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty fun, you gotta admit. <laughs> What's that horse? Oh, it's just Micah. <laughs> um, so as far as sharing our stuff, it, like this is just kind of wild. Uh, so 76% of the shares of our podcast were a direct link. But the next one, 19% of our shares were, for, were through texts. So people are texting each other, sharing our links. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 2% is through Facebook. 2% is <laughs> it's through like Instagram. It's like dick pic. Also check out this cool also podcast. Check out this, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I hope. That's how I hope that text thread went. That's exactly. Yeah. In fact, the most shared episode was a Clockwork Orange. 
that makes sense. Does it make sense? I think that's a movie that has so much like cachet to it. It has so much history to it. I guess. I, I think that, I don't know. That makes sense to me. That That's something that people would be into. You hated A Clockwork Orange. Oh, I really so, was not a fan so of it. Much. I was not a fan of it. <laughs> that, I loved that period because <laughs> we had this run where you just got just throttled with shit you didn't like. Yeah, Because it was I know. Clockwork Orange and then the Holy Mountain. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Gummo was like two episodes after Holy yeah, Mountain. Yep, and Gummo was in that mix. Oh my god, you, you just got throttled for like months. <laughs> and then I had to pull back because so I was like, Michael might quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh it was a lot it was a lot to get through those are the dark times um here's something i got i got some for the year coming up oh yeah yeah i got i got a oh good one or two yeah oh i'm looking forward to that <laughs> <laughs> um so this is kind of cool it gives you percentages of your growth so as far as listeners we grew 428 percent uh as far as streams 309 percent and 125 percent in followers Dude, that's awesome. Thank you, everybody who's listening, following, subscribing, all that following and subscribing are the same thing. But, you know, yeah, words, <laughs> words. No, that's awesome. Thank you, everyone. That's very cool. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, it's doing a drum roll. OK, so. That is uh, that's the the main interesting thing, 52 percent joined you for the first time this year. They get into some other things like what your audience listens to other than you, which is kind of interesting. Evidently rock music is the genre of music that our listeners listen to most. I, I can see that. We're pretty heavy rockers we're, around here. We're pretty edgy. Yeah. And then other podcasts, they listen to comedy more than anything else. And then TV and film is the second category. That makes sense because that's yep. kind of what that's we do. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> yep. So that's the that's the Spotify wrap for the Get Wrecked podcast. That's pretty cool. This year. Yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. Um, I had a little bit of, of information to kind of go along with that. So I don't know if you know this, Thor, but I have viewed this podcast as a competition since day one. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, it's absolutely a competition to me. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Go on. All right. <laughs> so we can look at what episodes were downloaded and how many times those episodes were downloaded. So we've got a count of all of them. And so I had to. Is and this... it's and it's like about. Uh, about like a couple hundred thousand every episode zip recruiter. So send us some money. There you go. So <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> check into it. Take my word for it. Yeah. So looking at the downloads for all of the episodes, I downloaded an Excel sheet of, of our download pages. And then I put it through and filtered it by episodes that you recommended and episodes that I recommended. Okay, did you cut out ones that we weren't involved in? Correct. Okay. Yep. And so right, I just need to make sure your numbers are clean, Mike. <laughs> you didn't just go 50-50 so, because I was like, I don't want I don't want anybody getting credit for something they didn't do. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh without getting into the number specifics, I have 188 more downloads than you, Thor. Oh, it's so close. I know. It's no. really close. 
It's really close. Goddamn Parapod. Get out of here, Parapod. <clears throat> yeah, Parapod. Well, yours was the top one for forever. The, the Legend of Zelda yeah, one. Yeah, the Breath of the and, Wild. And yeah. Parapod has only beaten it by one right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> it's just by one. So it literally just surpassed it. But looking through a lot of this, so our, so the top episodes are Parapod, Breath of the Wild, and then like a uh, very Potter musical, and then Tracy Chapman are like the top four. Also, like all of the bottom six are mine. Yeah. <laughs> you got a high variant. You got a yeah. higher variance. Yeah. So, so yours are a little bit more like steady and constant. Mine are either hits or misses, I guess. Um, the best day one download number. Do you know what episode that was? As far as, so like the episode releases and then within that day, the amount of downloads that it gets. It's got to be a McCrary episode, Rise, Roar, Revolt. Uh, it is not RRR. And and I recommended RRR. Uh, no, I know, but he was. Oh, but with it. Because yeah. we always get boosted from McCrary. Okay. Make sure, folks, if you haven't listened to the comics that we love, we've been telling you for years he's on, or I guess maybe not years, but years, for, certainly at least a year and yeah. a half. Uh, <laughs> we've been, <laughs> he's been on the show so many times. Go listen to his podcast. Yeah. So best episode, Twisted Metal, day one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Day one. Yep. Um, worst. So that was yours. All right. Worst episode, day one downloads. Barry. It's not Barry. Okay, Barry's been <laughs> struggling, limping, which is such a shame. Yeah. I don't know if Barry has like so few downloads. And I don't know if it's because people aren't interested, don't know what it is, or they already, already know saw about it, it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but it's such a shame because that was such a good show. It, yeah. It was an amazing show. Okay. So who has the worst day one downloads? Akira. Akita? Yep. Has Aww. zero. That's got to be a. That's what it says. That's got to be something goofy. Then. That's what it says according to our uh, according to our little uh, feed here. It says <laughs> zero. For you really are here. You're number one in. Oh wait, no, I did twisted battle. Yeah. Okay. But still, yeah, that's. Yeah. So that's that's. Uh, those are just some fun things. I thought I thought they were kind of cool. Um, the worst performing episode for us in whole is Jupiter's Legacy. That seems fair. Yeah. Like not because we I think my take on that is yeah. people think we're talking about Jupiter's legacy, the show, which I think it would be fair for people to be like, I am not interested in l- thinking about that at all. Yeah, the show was not good. <laughs> no, the comic was very cool. Yeah, the show was mediocre at best. Y- yeah. Well, <laughs> is, I mean. Netflix kind of screwed the show over by canceling it like two days after they released it or like a week, literally a week after they released the full series Dude, or full season. You one. You know what happened? Hmm. They had the same problem as us. Zero down day one downloads. <laughs> nobody, nobody watched it. So they're yeah. like, well, I guess we're canning this. I guess we're canning this. Yeah. Oh man. What a shame. They also that it just they tried to expand on it too much. Yeah. It's one of those happy situations, except I think even worse. Dude, it's kind of insane that Netflix is still in business, like the way they cancel shit. I mean, we that could be a whole fucking podcast series in itself. Sure. Of all the shit that Netflix just like seems to willy nilly cancel. Yeah. They cancel Shadow and Bone, Micah. I loved that show. I haven't watched any of that. Dude. Well, here's the thing. I would say definitely watch it. It's incredible. And but, with a cliffhanger but, now? Yeah. 
season two ends with there's more story to be told. Oh, that sucks. But the world is so cool. I, I believe it's based on a series of books. Okay. Read the books. It's it's just, it's like some of the best fantasy world building I've seen in a long time. It's almost like, it was like if D&D meets steampunk and also mix in a little bit of uh, Firefly. Like not not the premise, but like the, the, the characters. Like it's kind of like an everybody is Han Solo type I show. W- I mean, it sounds like I would enjoy it. It's really cool. Yeah. If you're somebody who likes playing rogue characters, it's a show for you. It's a show? Yeah, there's like a whole like group of, it's just like four rogues, basically. <laughs> okay. It, it is, it's a, it's a really cool show. So I was bummed they canceled that, but. Hmm. Uh, all right. So Thor, this year, our very first episode was Whiplash for 2023. Okay. That came out on January 3rd. So since Whiplash, um, I have a couple of questions. So uh, this, all of the questions, uh, these are not valid answers because I, I want I want to talk about this year specifically here. Okay. So good, the bad, and the weird. Fuji's, Parapod, Aeon Flux, Prisoners of Ghostland, Death Stranding, Tinder Swindler, Jupiter's Legacy, Halsey, Coheed, uh, Vox Machina, episode one. Bruges, Platform, Crass, Very Potter Musical, Tank Girl, Black Dynamite, Arion, Breath of the Wild, The Holiday Special, and Blade Runner. That's everything that we did in our first calendar year. Yeah. So, other than that, for this year, starting with Whiplash, um, are there any recommendations that we covered this year that were kind of a surprise for you? That maybe you expected to like and didn't care for as much as you thought Gosh, you I don't have the list in front of me. Let me pull it up. Yeah. We'll pause real quick, folks. Let me pull up the, the list here. All right, so I'm starting at Whiplash. Yep. Yeah, or, you know, it could be something that maybe you didn't expect to like and you ended up actually liking it more than what you were thinking. Okay. All so, right, let's, yeah. I'm looking through here some of them. Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay. I thought it was going to be a goof on me. Oh, okay. Turned out to be incredible. <laughs> I mean, that was, and dude, I can't forget just how sick I got. Oh, like, yeah. Remember the Sayori flu? I remember the Sayori flu. Where I almost flu. died because yeah. I was so evil in the game <laughs> that, so that karma Sayori. just destroyed me. Yeah, so so Thor played it. Uh, for those of you who have not played Doki Doki Literature Club, it's a free game. Legitimately free on Steam. Just download it. You can play it for free. They do have console versions uh, they're, they usually run like 20 bucks somewhere around there. It's a cheap game. Um, definitely play it. Spoiler. Thor ends up, uh, being a dick to this, this girl named Sayori the entire time. She ends up killing herself, not because of anything that Thor does. It's a narrative based thing. Yeah. It's, they lead you to believe the whole game is like a catfish. It leads you to believe that you have choices, which you don't, you don't. Yeah. Um, but Thor had been playing like a jerk to this girl. Yeah. And so just, it, it worked perfectly with <laughs> Rick with, Renegade, yeah, dude. <laughs> his character, Rick Renegade. And just being such a jerk. And then she ends up killing herself. Thor felt so bad. And then immediately after that, like, like a switch went off. Thor got super sick. Like the most sick I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. And 
did somebody drive you home? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alpo yeah, drove you home, right? Yeah, our friend Alex drove, <laughs> drove me home because he's a good guy. Yeah. So, like, so yeah, the Sayori flu, man. That, that yeah, was... so that one surprised me because okay. it was really cool. And, like, I thought the whole thing was going to be a goof on me, like, that you're going to make me play this Japanese dating sim. Oh, sure. Um, I think the Godfather surprised me, too, because I wanted to just shit on it because oh, it's okay. so, because it's so beloved. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I don't care that it's the Godfather. Like I am gonna shit on this so hard. And then I watched and I was like, okay, I get oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I get, I get what all the fuss is about. Yeah. For me, I think things that surprised me. One was Swiss Army Man. I was really not expecting to like Swiss Army Man, uh, and I ended up liking that a lot more than I did. And I think that one where I was I was kind of hoping to like it more than what I did was Asteroid City. That one is a pretty recent one for okay. us. Okay. Yeah, no, I kind of feel, you know, after I've been thinking about that movie more, I'm like, I did I really didn't like that. That I think I may have rated it too high. So, uh, this is going to be I'm going to take this time uh to make a formal apology. <laughs> I rated that movie too high. Like it's fine, but it's just Wes Anderson doing Wes Anderson. Sure. Like I I don't know, I just yeah, I think I rated it a little too high. I feel disingenuous about my rating from that episode. So whatever it was, lower it by like 10, 15%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I get that. No, you know what really surprised me though hmm. this year was we had Adam Brinker on to discuss playtime. Oh, yeah. And as I was watching the movie, I was like, I get what's what's like unique and interesting about this. Yeah. And I wasn't entirely sure what Brinker liked about it. And so once again, it's a situation where I came in ready to make fun of the movie and ready to laugh because <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't think French people have a particularly uh, great sense of humor. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like all the humor. Like, Ooh, da, 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 yeah. da, da, it, so it, and That's it kind is. of all the humor of France. But da, 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 right. <laughs> but. And then we got, and, and also Brinker is somebody who. A baguette I, with cheese. Right. But, and Brinker is somebody who I feel like is very similar to me in that he's a pretty big contrarian and doesn't seem to really like take things serious in the way that most other people do. Yeah. Oftentimes. So. Once we actually were talking about it with him and I realized how much he was moved and loved this film. Yeah. And it, it was such a heartfelt episode. Oh, it really was. For such a silly and weird movie. Uh-huh. And him talking about how much like emotion it, vo- it evoked out of him. I thought it ended up being a really like beautiful episode and like a really like neat. It, it showed me because I don't know Brinker super well. Right. We're kind of like peripheral friends i guess sure yeah you've got an overlapping venn diagram yeah but it kind of showed me a different side of him which i was like that's such a neat thing that we got to experience like and and we recorded it and put it on the internet and or you know like that that's all fine but it was just like this this unique moment where i was like i got to see a different side of a person so i would agree with that 100 percent because i feel like i got to see a different side of brinker from that as well because usually, 
usually when I'm hanging out with Brinker and I, I don't know him very, very well. I, I know him more than, than you do Thor, but, um, it's usually in a, like a party based setting. So we're all just cutting up, having fun, joking around. It's rare to have a one-on-one for sure. with me and Brinker. Yeah. And so getting that, I know it wasn't technically one-on-one, but like getting a, being able to sit down and have a really thoughtful conversation with him, I thought was very, very cool. And I thought the same, I really think that usually about all of the guests that we have on the show, like Dan, Rob, Zach, and any of, any of them, I I enjoy really having, I I feel like we get meaningful conversations in, in the episodes, which is cool. Yeah, it is fun. So that one, that one was a pretty big surprise to me. Okay. Um, Cause honestly, I really wanted to come in here and just make fun of the French for an hour and a half. And, and what ended up happening is we had a really deep and meaningful conversation about this beautiful piece of art. And I was like, I did not expect that. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so then with that, what, what do you think was like your favorite recommendation that we covered this year out of all of them what i mean honestly if i'm being selfish gummo are you serious yeah why is gummo your favorite recommendation okay so that was my favorite episode we did okay that was my favorite episode we did because it was that was one where i was like i know you're gonna hate it and i know we're gonna have a lot to talk about so maybe that one just because it's kind of fun to watch you squirm sometimes that that i think was the episode where i was breaking too because because i see it in your eyes because after that episode you're like we're not gonna do anything like this for a while yeah we need to take a break Um, because i uh, getting into that episode thor dude i was I was ready to lay into you. I was ready to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you recommending this shit? <laughs> dude, I remember distinctly watching it and being like, yeah, I may have went too far. Like, I legitimately <laughs> felt bad because I was like, this is just, I knew. I knew. Uh, so I really loved that one. I think that one's memorable. Uh, yeah. I loved the Holy Mountain because even though, like i think we all you and i both agree that it was very bad yeah Mm -hmm. um that is those are the kind of ones i like though i like the shit that's like really weird and is at least fun to talk about yeah as far as my favorite recommendation of something you gave to me that i really enjoyed sure yep let's see let's look down through this list again yeah it's hard to believe that we've covered this many things we really are all over the place. Um, I obviously, I really loved The Godfather. Okay. You definitely, yeah. you can only be a contrarian for so long <laughs> for so until, many... you're, <laughs> until you're exposed to the thing. And you're yep. like, well, okay, I yep. guess the Beatles really are really good. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're, <laughs> um, you're, you're a contrarian until you watch The Godfather. That one and Leon the Professional. Oh, okay. Like, I liked Leon. I liked Leon a lot. The movie or the character? The movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. The char- I mean, the character is very cool. That's what makes that movie so good. Yeah. I still, still weirded out by like the romantic relationship of 12-year-old Natalie Portman or however old she was. Yeah. But that kind of adds to it too, that it's like, it's one of those things. There's uncomfortability to it, which is kind of fun. Sure. Yeah, I think my most disappointing was Enter the Dragon. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, because that was one that... That's one that's like The Godfather, where it's something people talk about Bruce Lee sure. and, and his movies, how incredible it is. And although I saw it and I understood what was so magnetic about those movies and him as a person, I was still just like, I this is the cheesiest, dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. And then the girl, then the girl who's like getting chased down by guys and presumably going to be like assaulted. And she just kills herself. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're the stupidest person of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So enter the dragon was my most disappointing. And I think the Godfather was probably my favorite recommendation from the year of something where I was like, Oh man, this is something I really genuinely will watch time and time again. Okay. I uh, liked it. Um, for me, as far as, probably my favorite recommendation that you gave to me this year. Um, man, uh, Hamilton might be up there. I really enjoyed Hamilton quite a bit. The, uh, the song about Hamilton never being satisfied by the middle sister. Yes. That was amazing. I, that whole scene of that play, it won me over. Like, that dude, it, that I mean, that's one of those. There's a reason it's so critically acclaimed. It's so yeah. good. And but the voices might be also my favorite. I really enjoyed the voices. Yeah, I was I was excited how much you enjoyed that. I I really was enjoying the voices. Um, that's that's one because I always say you know we do oddities, yeah. uh, hits and hidden gems. That one's a hidden gem. Oh think, yeah, truly. I think that's such a great fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that like nobody knows about. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, as far as my least, oh, I'll say most disappointing episode, uh, to be honest, it, it, well, no, I, I did say that it was asteroid city as far as one that I was looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, that was a surprise. Yeah. And, but as far as like my, Oh man, least favorite episode, uh, probably gummo, probably yeah. gummo. No, that makes sense. It, it just, there was nothing dude, redeeming even about me, that. For me, like, I, dude, we can't talk about Gummo enough. <laughs> like, we want to put it in the rear. It's like two guys who have been through war together. Yeah. Right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's oh, don't watch Gummo. Been through the folks. shit together. There's right? no need to watch no, Gummo. It's, as an adult now, like, as a teenager, I viewed it with just a fully different perspective. And as an adult, I'm like, I think I could go the rest of my life without watching this again. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely could. I definitely could. <laughs> um, was there anything that you ended up revisiting? So, because with a lot of our recommendations, noisettes, a lot of the music stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mostly on. Well, actually, not a lot of the music stuff. Really, the noisettes. The noisettes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, I will. I will say for Tracy Chapman though. Because even though I feel like that album is just the same song written like ten times. Yeah. Uh, over and over <laughs> again. Uh that Kendra had the the like uh Luke Bryant, is that his name? The guy who mm-hmm. made the modern cover yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. She had that playing. I was like, turn this off, put the original on. That is such a Fast Car is such an incredible song. Yeah. Fast so, Car is good stuff. Yeah. So now does does Kendra prefer the re the cover? No, she it just happened to be playing. Oh, okay. And I was like, what is this playing? Put the real one on. And she put it on. But yeah, no, I, I was listening to the Noisettes last night. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's great. Uh, th- that's a great middle ground for music that I like and music that Kendra likes. So okay. like sure. that one, that one is actually kind of fit itself in. Yeah. <clears throat> I would say for me, as far as recommendations that I kind of revisited, um, one was the Righteous Gemstones. Just going back and watching more of that oh, series. Yeah. Did how much? How have you like? Are you up to date? No, I'm not okay. up to date. So Still I, working through it. Yeah, I got um, through the second season, but I haven't watched anything past okay. that. Um, and the so the son in that, who Gideon? Yeah, Gideon. Okay. So he's playing Jimmy Olsen. He was cast as Jimmy Olsen for the new Superman movie. Oh, there's a new Superman movie? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so James Gunn was hired to run all of DC, so the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now he's spearheading DC, which is partly why all of the DC movies now are not doing well um, financially or just like box office-wise. The last couple of DC movies, Aquaman... Uh, is out now. I don't know how that's doing, but prior to that, it was Blue, I've Blue Beetle. I've heard it was not good. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that Aquaman <laughs> or, wasn't or good not either. That it's not, I've heard that the box office, like, oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure the box office has not been what they were hoping for. So, so yeah, with Aquaman and then also Blue Beetle, and also the second Shazam movie. Blue Beetle's a stupid character. I've never heard of Blue Beetle. I've never. <laughs> he's he's a deep cut for sure. Exactly. Like, why would you make a feature length? film uh-huh. about a character that nobody has heard of well except for comic dorks so two reasons i can think of two reasons one reason for me is dc looks at guardians of the galaxy and goes that worked because that was a bunch of comic book characters that nobody knew okay e- that, except oh, for what? that's fair that's e- actually except fair. for comic book nerds right and okay. then that that blew up, that, right? That exploded. Yeah. So and honestly, it's probably of the last like ten years. It's probably the best series in any of the comic book, like the comic book uh, releases. Oh, I think Sh- to this short, day, it's short of maybe strong. like uh, people who love Avengers or sure. whatever. But that, but that has so that's like such an amalgam of all the all yeah. the other movies. But like as a standalone franchise, I think you can't deny how just incredible the guardians are guardians 3 was great it was so good i cried yeah. so hard yeah. and i knew i will as soon as <laughs> as soon as they introduce you to rocket's little friends I, I looked at kendra and i said they're gonna die and i'm gonna cry and guess what happened about an hour and a half into the movie they died yep. and i cried yep floor was on the floor and <laughs> thor was crying yep yeah i mean it was a really sad i really enjoyed it though i thought it was very good um so they probably have, you know, that in mind. But then also, I really think that they were trying to market to a I I'm I'm not sure what the heritage is of the family, if they're Puerto Rican or Latin America or Mexican. Okay. But whatever cuz that was pretty heavy thematically in that series. Okay. Um and the main character is oh my gosh now now i feel like i'm butchering it but but that was a big part of it i think that they were trying to reach a, a demographic like a, a targeted demographic with that character which always works yeah except, oh wait it doesn't except oh, when I... it doesn't yeah. <laughs> um because that movie didn't do well but i think really the main reason that those movies didn't do well really is because right before shazam came out 
uh, DC came out and said, okay, so we're just canceling everything. We're like, we are rebooting everything DC. But when they said that, these other movies were like 90% done. So they've got to finish them. Yeah, there were some that just got left on the cutting room floor, right? There were some that just never came out. Batgirl never came out. Yeah. Yeah, Batgirl never came out. And that movie was done. Like, that movie was completely done. So, so yeah, that movie never came out. And then Shazam came out. The second Shazam movie flopped pretty hard. I didn't even know there was a second Shazam. Wow. (laughs) I didn't even know. And, and like, part of that is probably, like, I don't really stay up to date on comic book movies. I don't care that much. Sure. But, yeah. (laughs) Also, Zach... McCrary texted me like two days ago and was like, hey, random question. Do you want to go see Aquaman at 715? He asked me that too. And I was like, I couldn't. But even if I could, my first thought was like, there's another, like they're re, they put Aquaman back in the theaters. I didn't even know there was a second (laughs) Aquaman movie out. Like not a good sign. Yeah. Well, the thing is, everybody knows now that the whole like DC universe is going to be rebooted. So why go watch this Aquaman movie? Because it's done. Like it's the last yeah. one. There's there's nothing. And then why go watch this second Shazam movie? It's done. There's they're not doing anything else. Black Adam I don't think did very well. I think Black Adam did very mediocre. That was another one. Um. So so I think that the main reason that a lot of those movies aren't doing well, honestly, is because. People are just waiting for the reboot. Yeah, well, and it's it's poor marketing, and they're trying to do... They're not playing to their strengths. Yeah. You know, like, one of the things I kind of liked about DC is that they were like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do what the MCU did. We're not going to make everybody all in the same thing. And then they tried to do that, and it yep. didn't really work out. And then they're like, okay, we're not going to do it. Like, no, your strength was being able to tell individual stories and like different stories at the same time, like opening up the, the multiverse thing. But then MCU took it and did it better because <laughs> you were too wishy-washy about which direction you wanted to go. It's it, DC has which is d- unfortunate. Cause I think once again, not a huge comic book guy, but I like a lot of the DC characters I as lean, opposed to like Marvel characters. I lean real heavy into DC. Those are yeah. those. That's where my, like favorite villains, favorite heroes all are. And I feel like they've just done a horrible job trying to get the movie industry in motion, like their series. So, so anyway, um, that guy who, who played Gideon is going to be playing Jimmy Olsen. Who's the redheaded reporter. Yeah. On, uh, it's like Superman's buddy. Yep. So that is, uh, that's pretty intriguing to me. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. You know, I also, I recently rewatched uh, Eastbound and Down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's another one I've never seen. Oh, what? Yeah, I've never seen that one. I don't think I'll recommend it on the show, but dude, you should watch. It's, it may be the funniest show ever made. Yeah? I mean, you you certainly have to have like a, you have to not hate, because da- some people just don't like Danny McBride. Sure, his, his he's playing type that of comedy. Character. But like, Eastbound he- and Down is so funny. Yeah. Like, Cause it's just him. He plays this guy, Kenny powers. He was a pitcher in the major leagues. And then he just got too full of himself and was an asshole and just got kicked around on all the teams. And then, so the show takes place with him trying to get back into the major leagues. Yeah. 
And it's just Danny McBride doing like that, like over the top asshole Southern guy, like to to the max. Okay. It's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. I mean, he normally and, plays that type of character. And you'll like this because your wife, her maiden name is Ashley Schaefer. Sure. Will Ferrell plays a character named Ashley Schaefer, who's a car salesman. <laughs> okay. Ashley Schaefer's BMW. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> All right. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Dude, it's... Just watch the first season and tell me if you don't love it. Okay. It's one I don't think don't your wife probably won't like it. It's, okay. It's definitely. She doesn't like Danny McBride's style of humor. And it's, I mean, it skews pretty heavily towards dude comedy. Gotcha. Yeah. Like Kendra will watch it with me. Um, but it's one of those like if she leaves the room, do you want me to pause it? No, you're good. Just <laughs> let it play. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley's type of comedy is people getting hit in the face. That's that's her preferred method of comedy. A little slapstick. All yeah. Right. Yeah. But not subtle slapstick. Like, she wouldn't watch Playtime. Not at all. <laughs> no. No. Because that's like slapstick comedy, but it's done in the background. It's it's like people getting hit in the face and then screaming, oh, my face. That's the type of comedy she enjoys. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Ooh, Micah. Yeah. I have a gift for you. Oh, okay. Oh, man. What is this? It's a double gift. There's two gifts in there. Okay. Well, ASMR for the... Yep. What do you think it is? I'm trying to... This feels like two gift cards to Fuddruckers. <laughs> They'd be very thick gift cards. You're far off. What... Ghost pepper popcorn? It's microwave popcorn. One is ghost pepper. Oh my gosh. And the other one is ass kicking Carolina Reaper popcorn. (laughs) Holy shit. We have got to try this. <laughs> Not tonight. I don't no. think I have it in me tonight. No, but we've yeah, we'll try, try it on the podcast. We, yeah, we've got to try these on the show. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I hate spicy stuff. Oh. Like, I don't hate it, but like, I really don't like a lot of spice, but I will try it for the show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll do an episode and then we'll finish the episode with that. Like, that's how we, fi- because we're not, if it is like ghost pepper and Carolina, Carolina Reaper popcorn. If it's anything like actual Carolina Reaper peppers. No, maybe peppers, we should do the episode and try to eat some and then do the episode. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That'd be fun. That that might be kind of fun. That might be kind of fun. All right, maybe maybe we do it. Maybe we do it. Maybe we find a spicy show and uh, eat some of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about it uh, on on brand. This this bag, this ass kicking Carolina Reaper popcorn. Let me just describe this bag to you. So, it's got one, two, three, four, five different fonts on the front of it. Which is <laughs> oh my ridiculous. god, you must hate that. So it's so ridiculous. Um, and then it's got so much. Di- okay, so it says ass kicking apostrophe. There's no G in there. And then Carolina Reaper. So then it has a scythe on it. Also, 
a donkey with horseshoes just kind of around. And then under it, it says, kick your ass hot. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, who makes that? Um, I don't know. I don't know who makes this. Who makes this? Southwest Specialty Food, Inc.? Hey, Southwest Specialty Food, Inc. We're shouting out your product on air. So this is going to be the year of monetization. All I'm right. just, just going to try to get advertisers. ZipRecruiter, Southwest Food Manufacturing, Inc., or whatever. Well, if that's the case, let's describe the other bag, too. Okay. Uh, it says spontaneous combustion um, in one, two, three, four, four fonts on this one. Um, and it has just lips they just just a set of lips with a mouth open up um with an explosion happening inside the mouth <laughs> and some uh some vector image traced popcorn which that thor what that basically is is you can take a um, you can take a picture into adobe illustrator which is where i put all of our graphics and stuff like that together and um you can do something called an image trace where it takes a pixel based image. So any type of photo that you would take with your phone or a camera is made up of tiny little squares, pixels that make up your image. Okay. Nurture it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Illustrator is a vector based program, so it doesn't use pixels. It uses points and paths. The main thing about that is that you can scale up the graphics in illustrator as big as you want, and they'll never lose quality because they're not pixels where if you, scale up a pixel image or just like a JPEG, it'll eventually get pixelated and grainy and gross. So yeah, I printed out, I printed out porn in the early, in the late nineties. Oh, so you're familiar then. Yeah. From a printer. So I'm familiar with the concept. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so a live trace is you take the picture into illustrator, click a button live trace, and then illustrator will do its magic and try to make paths and, uh, give the image in vector format. So if you look at the picture of the popcorn, it's just all, all of the popcorn shapes are just solid. So there's no blending or anything like that. Yeah. It's so, so yeah, that, it looks like they're on a green screen in front of a green screen. Yeah, that is, that is classic image traced uh, images there, which is, is kind of funny. Another one by Southwest specialty food. Once again, Southwest specialty food, the first, Sponsors of Get Wrecked Podcast. That's right. Kick We're going to eat your, their popcorn online. Kick your ass hot. That's what they're all about. Oh, my gosh. Thor, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. I'm not. <laughs> I gave it to you kind of knowing that that would probably happen. I was like, I'm probably going to have to try it now. Which yeah. I was not excited. But uh, you like spicy stuff. And I do. It is a well-established fact that you love popcorn. I do love popcorn. It's my vice. Like, a lot. I Yes. So... One of our buddies, Andy, when we did his bachelor party, we went to Medieval Times. I think that's what it's called. Uh-huh. Where like yeah. you go and you eat food with your hands and they're jousting in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. And that was connected to a mall close by. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's just like Medieval Times. You don't have, you don't have, uh, you don't have any napkins. Yeah, you don't have You don't silverware. have any utensils. Yeah. But you can't just claim a woman. <laughs> right. You can't just grab They're, the winch in that's front of where, you. That's where they draw the line. Rude. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> so so I would, I, 
on our way to medieval times, we passed a movie theater also in this mall. And so I'm like, I'm going and getting popcorn because we passed a movie theater. There's movie theater popcorn. I'm going and getting a bag. And as I go, all of our friends, Carl, Zach, um, those are the two main culprits. They're like, oh, look at Mike. He's going and getting popcorn. Blah, blah, blah. I get popcorn. I come back. You know what those vultures did? They ate all your they popcorn. Immediately. <laughs> they like stuffed around it like it was a corpse. And they were just on the side of the road picking it. So, dude, that's a honestly, that's a next level move. Just being like, I just want movie theater popcorn. So I'm just going to go get the popcorn and then not see a movie. I've done that many times. Yeah, I believe it. I've done it many times. Back when the local theater next to us was called Frank's Theater and they had that bucket of popcorn that you could purchase and then get refills throughout the year. That's what I would do. Get some popcorn. Yep. Occasionally. Yeah. Yep. I would just stop in, get popcorn, leave. Nice. It was amazing. Yeah. And then they quit doing that bucket thing. Probably yeah, because be, of me. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of which, so like two weeks ago, uh, the episode that came out, we were discussing my my recent uh, life recommendation of shoplifting, which oh, yeah. has what's, been very fun. What's the updates on that? So, dude, I swear to God. <laughs> so in that episode, we, we had this conversation and and you said like, dude, what if this whole time you've just been shoplifting from the grocery store every time they've been watching you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just feign ignorance. And I was, I didn't really take it seriously. I swear to God, the next day I edited the episode. So I re-listened to that conversation. And then I swear to God, the next day on my like news app, I have local news on there too. And there was a story that it said, uh, police want help identifying this woman who has shoplifted from this supermarket nine times. (laughs) And it's and it's not the one that I shop at, but it's the one across the street that okay. I shop at. And I was like, maybe Michael was onto something. Maybe they have just been knowing that I shoplifted and let me just walk out and then like have just contacted the authorities and they're out there looking for me. <laughs> so I have to tell you, okay, I'm a reformed man. Oh, I good. no longer shoplift you- from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, the next day it came up in my newsfeed. I was like, oh, this is a this is a thing, huh? Yeah, this That's is a bad hysterical. look. And I have to imagine it was the same thing. She was probably just putting stuff in her cart and walking out. Probably. Once again, I kind of had a method and I still think it was a pretty good method. Oh, yeah. But maybe just don't do it every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't do it every time. Yeah. Were you doing it every time? I was doing it every time. Oh, my gosh, Thor. You're living dangerously. Dude, I told you. It wasn't about the money. (laughs) It wasn't about the... It was just about the rush and feeling alive. But I I thought, well, maybe... Maybe I should take up like flying kites or woodworking or something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Something Something to bring meaning and fulfillment. Figure out another way to feel alive. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez, that's yeah. hysterical. Yeah, nice little update for and it, you. And it was a local. It was a local grocery. It was the grocery store across the street from the one I go to. That's hysterical. so we have two like main grocery chains. Okay, it's not the one I go to. It was the other main grocery chain. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <sighs> All right, well, dude, I think that we are. We're about an hour in. Okay, right Is on. Is there anything that you wanted to cover before? No. Uh, signing off for the year. No, not really. Just a big thank you to everybody. Our numbers have really grown this year. They really have. Um, so we truly appreciate it. Uh, we love doing this. It's fun. It's a uh, it's great opportunity for us to get together and hang out. And we love that people are listening and enjoying it. 
Speaking of which, mm. I think our recommendation, our first recommendation for the new year, and then remind me, I have something else about the new year. Okay. We had somebody reach out to us. I tell everybody at the beginning of every episode in the little recording I have, reach out to us with your recommendations. And we had a listener reach out with a recommendation. Okay. So a quick shout out to Luis Antonio Vidal. He is from Lima, Peru. Very cool. Very cool. He is himself a podcaster. Very cool. And he reached out to us with a recommendation. Okay. What uh? What are we getting into? So he gave us two. Um, and so, Luis, I just want to let you know, we both kind of seemed more interested in the first one called Nine Queens, but we can't really find a good place to stream it. Okay. It's not available on Amazon Prime, but it's apparently a pretty uh, critically acclaimed film from Latin America. Nine Queens? Nine Queens is what it's called. I couldn't find it anywhere without sub or anywhere with subtitles. And me and Micah, we're gringos, dude. Sorry. We don't speak we don't speak Spanish. Yeah. So I'm sure we probably could track it down and find it, but it seemed a little bit more. So his second recommendation, it's a little bit more accessible, I think, for probably all people, is a show called The Naked Director. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read Luis's uh message directly. Okay. The second recommendation is The Naked Director from Netflix. It's a Japanese series based on the life and trying times of Toro Miranashi, a porn director that revolutionized the industry in the 1980s. Okay. That, that was the description I got. Uh, he says, I love this series. Uh, it's, uh, it has a lot of history. Uh, and it also has action, sex, drama, sex, comedy, sex, and tons of sex. <laughs> Fantastic. Luis also mentioned he's a pretty big <laughs> fan of porn, which, dude, I love just, <laughs> dude, which I love. Luis, I love that you just wear it on your sleeve. I, I dig it. And so it's kind of, I watched a trail. I watched the trailer for this, The Naked yeah. Director, and it, it honestly does look pretty interesting. It looks pretty interesting. And it didn't look that sexy in it. So I I don't know maybe the the trailer is a little bit of a misdirect, but I think we're going to have some cool stuff to talk about with this. Okay. So so that's going to be our first recommendation from the new year from Luis, uh the Naked Director available on Netflix. And I do want to just give him a shout out as well cuz I was looking on his bio and uh Luis also does a podcast and it is called Coledice. I believe that's how you say it. Okay. Um, once again, I don't speak the language, so I apologize. I'm probably butchering it. Uh, but Luis's podcast is K-O-L-A-Z-D-I-C-E. Um, I did. I tried listening to an episode. Guess what? It's in Spanish, so I didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but he said he likes the show and he has fun. He's like, we've opened his eyes to it. Like, he's... Uh, discovered a bunch of new stuff from our recommendations, which oh, that's is awesome. That's what this is for. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so fun. So that shout awesome. out, Luis. We're going to start the new year with you, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, Thank you for listening. listening. And yeah, thanks man. for the recommendation. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm sure that my recommendations are the ones that you've been listening to since I'm winning. <laughs> okay, so that's the other thing I want to talk about. Okay. So since I didn't know we were in a competition, but now I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's so at the end of 2024, uh-huh. we we need some kind of challenge. Oh, of who, okay. Like the winner gets something or the loser has to do something or something. We got to think about that. I love this idea. So if you have any ideas, write into us at getwreckedpod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or uh, we're on uh on Grinder, where I mean, wherever you want to go, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're there. Just yeah. find us on Bumble. What do you th- What do you think the reward and or punishment should yeah, be? Should be for being the winner or loser. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. I want to see. Because uh, had I known we were in a competition, I may have recommended differently. Yeah, you. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have. But <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing, right? Like we got to be true to ourselves here. We can't just be like. I'm going to pick the next Hollywood blockbuster again and again and again for my recommendations. Yeah, no. So we 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 don't change the way that we're doing anything. But, okay, yeah. We just, you know, I'll continue to give you anime here and there. You'll continue to give me other things. Yeah. Here and there. <laughs> yeah. Um that sounds good. I like that idea. We'll uh, we'll we'll ponder that. We'll see if we can come up with a solution relatively soon. Yeah, we'll follow early up. in the year. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Lay down the gauntlet. Yep, yep. Um, are we going to eat this popcorn on the next episode? I mean, maybe we can. You know what? Sure, whatever. I'll okay. agree. I'll agree to it. Okay, I'll I mean, regret it. But and if I we're going to do it, it we got to do the Carolina Reaper popcorn. Because that's the worst one out Is of the two. Is that supposed to be the worst one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost pepper's bad, but Carolina Reaper was the hottest pepper for a while. <sighs> okay. It was the hottest pepper in the world for a while. All it's right. no longer the hottest do, pepper. Dude, people who are into... Honestly, the fact that you know about peppers kind of bugs me. <laughs> the fact that I know about peppers? <laughs> the fact that you know about peppers. Like, people who are into peppers and, like, know about the different strains and and genuses of peppers it yeah. just bugs me uh, it's I like just... dude get get literally any other hobby <laughs> <laughs> literally any other hobby than knowing about peppers i mean the most the hottest pepper right now is this pepper called pepper x which was made by that reminds me of pepper ann yeah pepper, pepper ann pepper, pepper ann what's yeah. too cool for seventh grade oh man that dude, that what, show dude, was what a great awesome. saturday morning cartoon yeah i watched that before i went to school in the morning like in elementary school but pepper x makes me think of pepper ann but if she was like an x-men oh yeah sure <laughs> or straight edge like she'd have yeah. the the x's on her yeah. arms or on her on her on the back of her palms um yeah that's that's what we're what we're gonna get into so Next week, what what are we getting into? What's the name of the movie? It is called The Naked Director, a Japanese film available on Netflix. And we're also going to be eating ghost pepper popcorn, which I'm going to hate. Carolina Reaper pepper popcorn. Oh, but yes. Carolina Reaper popcorn. Ugh. Yep. I'll bring, I'm going to bring milk with me. <laughs> that not a bad idea. Yeah, we should probably have some milk. It might be one of those things where it's like Carolina Reaper, but... It's not really as hot as a. I mean, it's not going to be as hot as the actual pepper. I'll also bring a bucket in case I vomit. Not, I don't know. I'm not. not I'm not idea. like a big spicy guy. We got to take like like usually like buffalo sauce is where I'm like that's a good like I like good a little level spice. Of heat. Yeah, but going beyond it's it's so it's so stupid. It, <laughs> here's my theory on on uh, why people like spicy stuff. It's because they're assholes. That's the number one. That's but the really first, yeah the main like, reason. Here's the thing. Is 200 years ago, people didn't have 
refrigerators. They had to find ways to keep their meat from, uh, from decaying and yeah. spoiling. So they started using spices and, and things like that to preserve them. Yeah. And that's kind of where cultures with like spicy food, that's kind of how it like originated. Guess what? It's the 21st century. We have refrigerators. You don't need to spice your food anymore. So, like, I get a little bit of spicy for a tang. Sure. But when it gets super hot, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, man. What, what are you doing? It's, it's the dumbest. It makes no sense. There's no, oh, yeah, I want to be in pain when I eat. That That makes eating better. So I will say that there is some enjoyment in that. There like, is not. That, I, there is some enjoyment. I have. I you know have what? Eaten also, food. I've also heard those people who like put hooks in their back and then hang themselves. They're like, there is enjoyment. It's like meditative. It's like, no, you're insane. Well, yeah, that's insane. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Eating hot food. It comes from the same twisted part of your mind. <laughs> Hanging yourself on a meat hook. You know what's those enjoyable? Are two different things. You know what's enjoyable? Chocolate ice cream? Agreed. Just a little sweet ice cream. Yeah. You wanna know you don't know something fine, Thor? I have a um a little vial of hot sauce on my desk at work. Yep. And if I ever need to pick me up, I'll just take a swig of it. That's you're a <laughs> Yep. How I'll many just, women just, have you killed? I'll just give it a shake. <laughs> tell us now, honestly, on <laughs> I won't tell I won't go to the police. How many women have you killed? Tell yeah. me honestly. That mean, none. <laughs> I just talk to my cat and my dog. I don't, okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll just I'll just shake it up and just take a good like down it, and it it's a good wake up. It's a good wake up. That's the most insane so, of all the things I know about you. That's the weirdest thing I've ever. <laughs> sometimes you need it, Thor. Sometimes you never need sometimes it. Sometimes you're just not in a right mindset. To deal with 28 ninth graders. And That's why God made cocaine. I Well, I'll get fired if I do that, but I can oh, take okay. a swig of hot sauce. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. And also... What's a good medium ground, maybe? A good I, middle ground between cocaine and hot sauce? I don't... I, I don't... Pop Rocks, maybe? Yeah, there you go. Pop Rocks. Pop Michael. Rocks and soda at the same time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I also enjoy... Eating the spicy food so much where you start to become delirious. Have you ever reached that state? No. Oh, well, dude. actually, like one dude. This one time, Kendra made tacos. Yeah, and I don't know it was if it was like a different sauce she got or if she just used too much. Or but it was it was so spicy. I legitimately got mad at her. It, <laughs> it, it was it hurt so bad that I was that I was angry. Oh, uh, I'd have loved that because <laughs> there I have. On various occasions, multiple times, I have been eating food that was so hot that I was crying, but just continuing to eat. Yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, man. It, if <laughs> I you, don't understand if it. You, but if you get into, it's like a runner's high almost, which I don't understand dude, a runner's high. which is high. also the stupid, okay, <laughs> a, a runner's high, like, dude, I, running is, I hate running. Yeah, like, running's the it, worst. It's a dumb exercise. And I hate when people are like, a oh, runner's high. You know what also gets you high? Fentanyl. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> no, just uh, just pregnant women with their epidurals. That's that's who's doing it. Wait, what? That's, <clears throat> that's what a lot of the epidurals are. Oh, it's made of fentanyl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, 
I didn't know that. Okay. That's why it's removing all the pain <laughs> I, from them. No, I was I was confused where you're like you're like pregnant women are just getting epidurals to get high. I thought that's the point oh, you were trying to no, make, no, no, and no, I was no, like, no. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So get a good like couple of sp- like a really hot salsa and some tortilla chips. Oh, that's the way to go. Just keep eating. All right, and you'll reach a point where your entire mouth is on fire. All right? Yeah. Okay. And then and then your throat and your gut is on fire. And cool. And after that point, nothing else can be on fire. Don't put it in your eyes. Don't touch your face. Yeah. All right? Because you're going to be sweating. But then it's kind of like accepting the fact that there's pain and just riding with it. And then when you get past that point, then you can just enjoy the weird uh, delirium. Okay, so literally it is the exact same as just lifting yourself up with like body modifications like hanging from a ceiling. How is that the exact same? Because that's what those people say all. the same thing is they're like, yeah, it hurts, but then you kind of hit this like metaphorical uh, like state of like uh, like endorphins. Maybe, up. but you don't have scars going across your back. Yeah, no, agreed. But the it comes from the same dark, twisted place. Well, maybe. I don't know if I can argue that. But it's good, Thor. And <laughs> and we're going to try some Carolina Reaper oh, popcorn God. next episode. <laughs> yep. That's the point of this so, whole conversation. So right shout now. out, Luis. We are going to listen to your re- or watch your recommendation, The Naked Director. And I'm going to try a Carolina Reaper popcorn. And I'm probably going to hate it. It's going to be so good going to be so good all right well until next time folks as always you get wrecked out there stay wrecked yep and uh merry christmas happy hanukkah merry festivus happy kwanzaa and happy earth day have a joyous ramadan that was chewbacca with the with the uh, oh yeah life day yeah we life day that's life what it was day. have a good life day i said earth day <laughs> earth day Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>